Want a fresh take on what's going on with the Saints, LSU, the betting world, and the NFL? Then you pick the right place. Jim Derry has plenty of datitude, and he's ready to tell you the way it is. Well, the way he thinks it is. Where you at, New Orleans? And hello, 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 hello. To all my friends around the country who are preparing themselves mentally for a week filled of family, in-laws, and whatever else you have planned this weekend. Hello, I am Jim Derry, sports betting writer for The Advocate, The Times-Picune, and bet.nola.com, and this is episode number 25 of Datitude for a Friday, November the 19th, 2021. 25 episodes. Holy smokes. Seems like I just started this. I guess I did. But yeah, you ready for a house full of peeps? I always find it, you know, it's, it's a little weird. The Saints have been playing a lot on Thanksgiving lately. It's hard to entertain and be your regular self when the Saints are playing, isn't it? I mean, you kind of have to tone yourself down. I mean, you're, you're, you're sitting on your couch and Uncle Joe's trying to talk to you about all the leaves that are in his yard and, you know, Aunt Mabel's got her, oh, try this piece of pumpkin pie. And like, would you just leave me alone? I mean, especially... I mean, we don't know what's going to happen Sunday. And we're going to preview Saints-Eagles in just a moment, and we're going to have our friends on for our Week 11 picks, Conductor Dave and Uncle Big Nick. He had a longer segment with the Conductor Dave than usual, but he had a lot to say. Always fun. But you're, you're trying to watch the Saints game, and especially if you got in-laws in from out of town, that, that is who could give a rat's patoot about the Saints. I mean, how, how do you handle that, really? Let me know. At Jim Derry. Oh, no. At J Derry at the Advocate. I, I, I just can't, I can't remember my email. I don't know if I'm getting old or what, but I screw it up all the time. At J Derry at the Advocate.com or at Jim Derry Jr. on Twitter. Feel free to write me and let me know how you handle such a situation. And we'll talk about it during the short week next week. It is going to be an interesting week. I've already got my guests lined up for the week. I'm looking forward to it, really. So it would be much better for all of us if the Saints win on Sunday and make happy, happy, joy, joy shows. On Monday, we're going to have Fletcher Mackle from WDSU joining us to review the Saints-Eagles game that is being played on Sunday. And then on Wednesday, we're bringing Mike Dettillier back. We had him on about a month ago, and it's going to be quite a packed show on Wednesday because... Obviously, we have to preview Saints-Bills. So we're not going to have long to think about whatever happens in the Saints-Eagles game, and neither will the Saints themselves. Because you got the potentially, if you didn't play the best team in the AFC last week, then you're playing the best team in the AFC this coming week on Thanksgiving. So the Saints with their interconference matchups, and then they don't have time to to think about the next one because Dallas comes in the week after that. So jam-packed week next week, and then um, next Friday, I have not asked him yet, So, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be Jeff Duncan next Friday to review Saints-Bills. 
So we're going to have a jam-packed week for sure. And then the following week, we're going to take Monday off because um, Jimmy need a break. And then I'm going to take a little mini vacay. And when I say mini, I mean real mini. So after Friday, I'm going to try to take the weekend off and then Monday. So we'll worry about that later. But uh, that's what we have in store for you. Um, and this show is going to be jam-packed, and so I need to stop rambling on. But, yeah, I mean, look, family comes in, and you're watching the Saints game, and you're like, look, Uncle Joe, I love the I, – I get that you got a lot of leaves in your yard. Here's a rake. Why don't you go rake my yard? Think that would work? How do you say that nicely? I don't know. Saints-Eagles coming up on Sunday. What are the keys to victory? Well, I think they're pretty simple. When you get Alvin Kamara back, um, we don't know what the status of the line is going to be just yet, but uh, you can't worry about all that, and you can't make excuses, and I don't think this team will win or lose. That's not who they are. So you go into the game, and I think you need to start fast. I think that is the key to winning this game is starting fast. You cannot have two weeks in a row, three weeks in a row, rather, um, where you start slow and you got to dig yourself out of a hole. I think we're going to know real quickly whether the Saints are going to win or lose. And I certainly think we'll know by halftime. I really believe that. I think whoever's winning at halftime is going to win this football game. So if the Saints, I think they'll have some, some new wrinkles this week. I think we're going to see more of Taysom. Um, I, don't see, I don't think we're going to see a ton of Taysom. I mean, I don't think he's going to play, you know, more than 15 or 20 plays at quarterback. But I do think you're going to see a lot more of Taysom at quarterback than we've seen in the recent past. I think they have to. But I will say this. Did, did you see the Saints um, – not the Saints. Did you see the Patriots-Falcons game last night? If you did, were you thinking the same thing that I was thinking? How in the holy hell did the Saints lose to the Falcons? Now, look, they didn't have Calvin, Calvin Ridley when we played him, and we did a pretty decent job of stopping Kyle Pitts like the Patriots did last night. And they didn't have Cordero Patterson last night. But you're talking about a team that has scored three points now total since they played the Saints. They haven't scored a touchdown since they got that game-winning touchdown Again, well, they got a field goal, but they haven't scored a touchdown since they scored their last touchdown against the Saints. That's unfathomable. I mean, I don't think the Falcons are very good, but I thought they were better than that. Their offensive line is atrocious. How did we not just blast that offensive line? It was hard to watch. Not just the fact alone that it was the snooze fest. Patriots went at 25 to nothing. And really... I mean, had they wanted to make it worse, they probably could have. The Patriots, clearly one of the better teams in the AFC. I know I haven't given them a ton of credit. Uncle Big Nick gets into that in a little while. But um, the Falcons are bad. So you think about the teams that the Saints lost to. I mean, really, the Falcons might be the worst team that the Saints have lost to, and that's kind of saying something because they lost to the Giants. And I don't think the Panthers are very good either. They lost to the Panthers with Sam Donald, the quarterback. 
again, that's a whole different story. We can go back into that. Um, you know, the Saints had <clears throat> issues with COVID and we're missing a bunch of coaches. But the Giants, Giants have a great offense, terrible defense. Saints couldn't do anything. And that was with Jameis. Up and down, yo-yo season. We've said yo-yo so many times this, this, this year. But, I mean, it, it's tough to watch when you a team that didn't really – I mean, they only came close to scoring a couple of times. Young Waiku misses a field goal, and they have third and one at like the 20-something and can't get a yard on two plays. They have third and one at the 20-something and another time and decide to throw the ball, and Matt Ryan is picked. Just brutal. And I will say this, watching that game last night made me, and, and for those of you listening this week, I'm getting all this, why do you hate Trevor Simeon? I don't hate Trevor Simeon. I just, I mean, he might be a great guy. I just don't think he's a good quarterback. That doesn't mean I hate the guy. If, if you think somebody's a, a bad player or isn't, doesn't work for your team or whatever, doesn't mean you hate the guy. I don't hate the guy. I just don't think he's a good quarterback. There's a huge difference. So stop sending me texts and messages and Facebook messages and emails. I don't hate Trevor Simeon. But I'm going to say this, and I'm going to give props to Trevor Simeon right here. Because if you watched that game last night all the way through to the end, okay, Matt Ryan threw two picks. They threw four picks as a team. But then in comes Josh Rosen, their backup quarterback, who promptly threw an interception, uh, I think his second throw. And so they're getting killed. And like, you know what? We'll put the third-string quarterback, Felipe Franks from Florida. He comes in, and his first throw is a pick six. His first throw in the NFL. Oh, I think it was his first throw in the NFL. But so you look at that backup quarterback situation, you know what? Trevor Simeon doesn't look as bad. So... I guess the Saints could be way worse off because Trevor Simeon is head and shoulders over those guys. And not just because of those couple of passes. I mean, he's certainly better. So, and you do think about the dude's a backup. And I've been pretty hard on him. But let's see now. Let, let's see. He's now, this is going to be his third week where he's got the reins. This is your team. If he doesn't play this well this week, and they lose, do they make a switch? I don't know. Sean Payton's stubborn. I don't know the answer to that. But I'm rooting for the guy. So you talk about if you, if you hate somebody, even if you don't, I mean, if, if he's playing for, quote, unquote, your team, you root for him, right? Even if you don't like him. But I don't have any hate. I, I wish Trevor said, I hope he, and I said it this the other day. I hope Trevor Simeon goes out and makes me eat crow for Thanksgiving. I gladly will eat crow for Thanksgiving if he goes out and plays well. And you know what? I have a hunch that he's going to play better. I don't know if he's going to play well, but I have a hunch that he's going to play better. I think he has to, right? I know it's the Eagles. And... The Eagles are not the Titans. But they played pretty decent defense. But 
I go back to you will know what this Saints team is going to do on Sunday by maybe before halftime because I think you're going to have to see a, a better pace. I think that's the one thing you will see. I've harped on the better pace thing. I don't think you're going to see a lot of play clocks going down to th- three and two and one. I think they'll snap the ball quicker. I think they'll get up to the line quicker. I think they'll get out of the huddle quicker. I think Sean Payton realizes this, and they will move the ball. How much will it make a difference with Kamara in there? Obviously, it's gonna, it has to make some kind of difference. We don't know what, where he is strength-wise. I mean, he, he's got to be – I mean, is it going to be his old self? Who knows? But just having him in there, half of Kamara is better than what we've had. And Mark Ingram's just fine. I, have no, I love Mark Ingram. I think he's great. But he has to have help. He can't be on an island by himself. So we'll see. But, um, you know, in the defense, they did not do very well against Jalen Hurts last year. That's going to be key. They have, they have to contain him to some – they have to contain him a bit. I mean, you can let him do his thing here and there, but he hasn't been throwing for a lot of passing yards. So you know the Eagles try to run the football. That's what they do. They've done a better job of it. Miles Sanders and Kenneth Gainwell have been adequate. I don't think they've been great. But what do the Saints do best? They stop the run. So what you need to do is sort of contain Hurts to the pocket, in the pocket because I'm not so sure the Saints have been outstanding on the edges. And what can Hurts do? He can get outside and hurt you. So I'm not so worried about Miles Sanders and Gainwell and Boston Scott. I'm the former Saint, by the way who's played adequate as well. I'm more concerned with containing Hurts and keeping him behind the line of scrimmage. You're not going to keep him in the pocket, but you've got to keep him behind the line of scrimmage. Obviously, Lattimore will probably be on Devontae Smith. You've got to watch uh, their tight end play. The Saints have struggled at times with Decent tight ends, and Dallas Goddard is better than average. So that's the game plan. And, I, you know, it, on the periphery, it looks like it would be a low-scoring game, but I think it's going to be a little bit higher scoring than, than people think. Again, I think the Saints will come out with a faster pace. I think they're going to push the ball. I think they're going to have a better game plan. I think they're going to score more points than they've been scoring, especially in the first half. So we'll see how it starts, and um, it's, it's going to be, to me, if you're looking at games like you want to see what's going to... One of these teams, to me, is done after this game. Whoever loses this game, in my opinion, is done. The Saints, if they were to go 5-5, five and five, and you got the Bills and Cowboys coming up, I mean, let's be realistic. Saints lose this game, they're done. And conversely, if they win and go to six and four, then you're talking about being at the toward the top of the list of the wildcard teams. And even with Buffalo and Dallas, you've got to get momentum and have confidence. And um, 
I, I think the Saints can, can beat one of those teams. I think they can find a way to win against one of those teams if they were to win this week. It's a lot harder to win when your confidence is shot and you, you, you go into Buffalo, the Buffalo game with a three-game losing streak. That's not a good recipe. So get yourself some confidence. Get Trevor Simeon some confidence. Have him play a little better. Find more ways to use Taysom Hill and not just as a bull in a china closet and put some points on the board. You go to the, you go to the locker room at halftime with 10 or fewer points and you're in trouble. Because as good as the defense has been at times, I don't think anyone's confident enough to think that this defense is going to stop Philadelphia from getting plays here and there. They're going to get some plays. And you're not going to win a 13-7 game. This is not going to be a 13-7 game. It's just, it's not. I mean, I don't think it's going to be 31 to 28, but I don't think it's going to be a 13 to 7 game either. And you've got to score double digit points in the first half. And when I say that, I mean like 14 or more. That's what I think. I really think you need to score 14 or more points in the first half. So we'll see. That's my uh, take on the Saints Eagles. I'm going to get into it a little bit more. Uh, well, obviously, with Conductor Dave, we spent a lot of time talking about the Saints. So we will. That's coming up in the next segment, and then we'll have Uncle Big Nick. And we do, t- we do touch on the Saints a little bit. The Saints, um, spoiler alert, are in both Uncle Big Nick and I's. We each have some kind of pick in, involved in the Saints game. We'll get to that. And Uncle Big Nick's coming on in about 45 minutes because, again, Conductor Dave and I had a long, interesting – it's always fun. Always fun with Conductor Dave. If you haven't listened to the fr- – I know a lot of you, I've, I've, some friends of mine have told me, look, I'll listen Monday and Wednesday, i listen to the whole thing. But sometimes on Fridays, I don't get a chance to listen. I just listen to little pieces. Listen to Conductor Dave, the segment. We have been doing a segment together on Fridays. Um, we took a brief hiatus because I didn't have a platform and neither did he. I was on his radio show for a few years, and I would go on every Friday and we'd yuck it up. And really, that's what it is. I mean, we give our picks and – but betting's supposed to be fun, and we certainly have fun with it. So we'll get to him in just a moment. I do want to remind you, again, at jderry at theadvocate.com if you want to email me, at Jim Derry Jr. on Twitter if you want to find me on social media and give me some grief or tell me you like what we're doing or whatever you want to say or if you want to be part of this show. Again, we have Fletcher Mackle on on Monday and Mike Dettelier on on Wednesday. If you want to ask a question to either one of those guys, um, feel free to, to, to uh, get your comment into me there as well. Um, Fletch and I will be talking mostly Saints. Of course, we will touch on the, the Pelicans because Fletch is a big Pelicans guy. I'm sure we won't talk Pelicans at all on next Wednesday. And uh, LSU playing UL Monroe on Saturday. That should be, look, if, if they're in a fight with UL Monroe, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. So. We'll see how that goes this weekend. Um, and then lastly, a reminder about our shows on bet.nola.com. Uh, Mondays 
at the uh, not at the book. Monday's the odds and ends show. We recap everything that happened over the weekend. On Tuesdays, we have um, the fantasy roundup. Zach and Spencer the Guru Urquhart, and then we're back on Thursdays. Zach, Ewing, myself, and Devin Jackson, where we talk about the games ahead. And this week is going to be an interesting one on Thursday. We're going to have a live show. Zach is going to be at Harris, and then he's going to go cover the game, the Buffalo Bills game, and uh, we'll be on uh, virtually. And then the following week for the Dallas game, I'm going to be live at Harris, and uh, then I will go cover the game. So we've got a busy couple weeks ahead of us. Again, our schedule, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, next week. And then the following week, just Wednesday and Friday, we'll be doing our pick segments on both Wednesday, the next couple of weeks. So on Wednesday, we'll have Mike Detillier, and then we'll have a, I'm going to have to cut Conductor Dave and Nick way down. So we're going to have a, a much uh, shorter pick show on Wednesday. And then we'll take the following Monday off and do picks again the following Wednesday. So let's get right to it. Conductor Dave is on here, and uh, let's have some fun with it, right? Son of a biscuit, even I'm on a GD Taysom train right now. <laughs> Welcome aboard, Jim Derry. It's disgusting, man. It's really, it's really been a rough week. It, it has been, dude. Look, it, it, it's so awful because I was so mad. You know, I, I picked against my beloved Saints, and, and not only do we lose the gosh darn game, I lose against the spread, too. You know, it's like <laughs> freaking frickety frack. You know, that's if what I get, though. If they just make that, the I, damn two-point conversion, you're either going to not cover or at least, at least they would win. There was no in between. Brian Johnson needs to be just run out on a rail, tarred and feathered, and oh my God, dude! Who what, pisses what you off hell? more? Who pisses you off more, Tr- Brian Johnson or Trevor Simeon? Uh, uh, Brian Johnson, definitely Brian Johnson. Uh, I I am not. All right, apparently you really hate Trevor Simeon, and I and I don't. Hey, you see, I, I, hate I, is a strong word. I've been okay. getting crap all week because I hate. I don't hate Trevor Simeon. I, I I mean I don't even know a the strong dude. dislike. I no, no, it's not, I don't even dislike. I don't even know the guy, so I can't I can't hate somebody I, d- I don't know. I mean I guess well, you could. I, I mean I, th- there are definitely people. <laughs> no, no, there are definitely people I hate that I don't know. So that but 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 you know let's let's get it out there. I just think the Saints are better off without Trevor Simeon at quarterback. That doesn't mean he might be the nicest guy on the planet. He might be a great husband, great father. I don't even know if he has kids or if he's married. But he's right, a right. great partner. Who knows? I don't care what he is. Uh, uh, <laughs> it doesn't make a difference. I'm um, being in all seriousness. But I mean, I don't care what the dude does off the field. He might be a great guy. He's just not a good quarterback, and he doesn't fit this team. And I need to know at this point what Taysom Hill is. But nobody. Well, can. I mean, yeah, look, he did pass for almost 300 yards and two touchdowns and no interceptions. So he, he didn't have a bad. Uh, well, look. Here's the I thing, mean, how though. many of those yards came after he's trying to clean up the mess that he made in the first place? I hate stats when it comes to let's judge a play. Look, I love fantasy football as much as the next person. 
Don't get me wrong. I mean, I've been playing fantasy football for 30-something years. That doesn't help me when I'm watching the Saints play football and he gets 150 yards after they're losing by 14. Well, I mean, look, we, 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 we came back. We all, you know, we, we, we could have pulled it off. I mean, look, that's why, that's why I'm still pissed at the kicker, and I don't, I don't know. Thank I know you we brought more. somebody in. Uh, so I, I'm, I, I don't know how Brian Johnson was even allowed back in the facility uh, on Monday morning. It just, just boggles the mind. But I don't put it, I don't put all of it on Trevor Simeon, though. I mean, look, the defense is at, look, with Drew Brees out the door now, it, it, it's the strangest thing. The defense has been a great part of, of the Saints team for the past several years where they've gotten better and better. But now without Drew Brees, more pressure is put on this defense. We see them give up less chunk yardage in this last game, but the, they've asked for the games to be put on their shoulders and then they crap the bed. So there's a lot of issues on the defensive side of the ball where they're supposed to be the, the side of the ball that carries this team to victory. Because when you look that we got Trevor Simeon and we're missing Mike Thomas, we're missing all these key parts. Uh, and we missing Camara last week. Uh, it, it's everything is on the defense. So I put a lot of blame on the defense for asking for the privilege to carry this team and then dropping us right before we get to the end zone. You're, you're going to really blame the defense? I, I do. I do. What, what, what do you think? Were you not listening to me, Jim Derry? I was listening yes, I put it all. I put it on him. I heard blah, 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 Saints defense, got to carry blah, blah, blah. That's what I heard. Mm-hmm. Look, look, I, I, am, I am the conductor of the Taysom train. I, and right now, because we're missing so many parts, I'd rather see him used more. I mean, what, what pisses me off the most is that the, the lack of use of Taysom Hill. I'm not saying put him back as, as QB1 like, like for the rest of the season because I don't think Trevor Simeon's doing that awful of a job. But I want to I can't believe I'm now conducting a package Taysom train. This, is, this, is, this season is so absurd. You picked against the Saints last week. I picked the Saints. Now you're now, now you're like I'm saying Trevor you like Trevor Simeon and I'm and I'm all aboard the Taysom frame. What the hell is going on around here? Because even though I am I got a few screws loose, I, at the end of the day, I'm a Saints fan as well as a Taysom fan. I just I want to see more of him. I do think that he can be the quarterback, but I don't see the reason in pulling Trevor Simeon yet. That's what I'm getting at. I don't feel that Trevor Simeon has done such a bad job that he deserves to have his ass on the bench. I think he's done a, a good enough job to not lose the job, and let's use Taysom more in more packages. Look, I I, I get pissed, man. I get all fired up about this. I should get fired up. More Taysom, but I'm not saying kick Trevor to the curb yet. That's not what I'm saying. I I was the same way with Jameis. I'm not saying kick him to the curb, but now if Trevor starts losing games, well then yeah, yeah, that that'll be different. Then I'll be standing. He's zero two. How many games do you want him to lose? I, I don't put them on him. I don't put those losses on Trevor Silly. I put it on the defense. I put it on our craptastic receiving core. I don't put it on Trevor. You know, Duncan was on here Monday talking about how, you know, the Saints don't have nearly as many drops as they think that. I mean, when a guy has to reach behind him and it hits him in the hands, should he catch it? Sure. But you don't count that as a drop because, I mean, the pass sucked in the first place. I mean, yeah, but yeah we've had all some, the time. Some of these guys were getting hit right in the freaking hands, right in the numbers. You know what? People have envisions of the Seattle game where we did have a crap load of drops. 
I mean, it hasn't been that. I'm, people blame the receivers too much. Somebody's got to put the blame where it belongs. And I'm so sick and tired. And I talked about this with Juan Kincaid on Wednesday. I mean, it, this dude does not know how. He has no pace. He has no inner quarterback clock. And you can't. I mean, they get the ball with 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter, down by 14, and it takes them five minutes to get to the one-yard line. It shouldn't take five. Either get down there or don't get down there. But do it in less than five minutes. You don't have five minutes to be screwing around. The play clock shouldn't be at five or six when you're snapping the damn ball, losing by two touchdowns. I mean, that's on the quarterback. All right. Well, I the yeah. I'll, I'll say this though too that that the second quarter at the end when he takes two sacks. Oh, Jesus I mean that Christ. that was yeah. that was just god awful. That is Gut-wrenching. all on Trevor. That was just. That was disgusting. I mean, I, I was throwing crap. I mean, I was literally throwing crap around my house. I was Kicking so cat, freaking baby. mad. Oh, my God. Kicking the felines. <laughs> we talk, talk about dumb animals. When I start screaming, you got, you're not going to find my animals anywhere oh, no. when the Saints game is on. My, my, my dog, my, was, I don't even know where he know. was. Yeah, I don't know where the dog was when when they missed that two point conversion. He was he was long gone. Smart. Oh, so we call him dumb. I, I think that really pretty so, dumb. It's taken me five minutes now to introduce you, by the way. It's Conductor Dave on Five Star Friday here uh, on the Datitude Podcast. Dave D. I like that we're not doing five for ten anymore. I like that we're not doing five for ten. I don't even like mentioning the five for 247 (laughs) segment. Yeah, we stopped doing that a month ago. Because it was supposed to be five five picks in ten minutes, and then we hadn't landed yet. But we don't care how long we take. It's it's our podcast. We do whatever the hell we want to do. And Skippy, happy to be right. part of it, pal. Let's, uh, we'll get more of the Saints in a minute. Now that we've released our frustrations and angers, uh, and by the way, as we record this, just so if something happens before we come out on Friday, we're recording this early. So when we're recording this as of now, the Saints have brought in, um, according to Mike Triplett, they have signed Brett Mayer, the practice squad. We'll see who kicks on Sunday. Maybe we know by the time this podcast airs. But as we record this, we right, this is a this is a betting podcast, correct, Jim Derry? Bet it Nola. Is a, it is a betting pod. This this particular five star Friday podcast is a betting pod. Now we we were trying to expand our horizon. We don't want to just talk about betting because you know one thing I found out, and this is true, and uh, one thing I found out taking this betting gig, betting writer gig, is I am I was really surprised at how. F- People aren't degenerates like me. They don't really understand the ins and outs of betting as, as much as I thought they did. So we have to explain things sometimes. But yes, well, today's show so, is a betting podcast. Okay, so I, easily I, I'm going to bet whatever money I have in my bank account that Brian Johnson's sorry ass does not uh, walk on the field. There's no way on God's green earth that Coach Payton is letting that punk suit up and sully a Saints uniform ever How much again. are you betting on that? I don't know. I think I only got like 20 bucks in my bank account, so okay. whatever. If I had more, I'd bet it. So if I had $21 or, or, or you know, $28, I'd bet it all. I'm I'll broke. Bet. I, work in, I work in radio, bro. I'm broke. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a journalist. <laughs> Trust me. I understand, bro. I'll bet $4.63 that he is kicking on Sunday. What? Are you serious? Yeah, he's going to kick. No way. Uh, no, he's not. $4.63. Yeah. Whatever, sure, fine. Four dollars and sixty-three cents. We have just made our first bet here in the Datitude podcast. I have bet D squared four dollars and sixty-three cents 
that Brian Johnson will be kicking on Sunday. Speaking of bets, how about the NFL picks last week? You sucked it up for two weeks in a row. You let me catch up a little bit. I am not fully caught up, but I mean, I'm not going to brag because I went three and three against the spread with you. Um, but uh, I'm now 24 and 24 in the season. You went two and four. Those stinking Saints really, really kind of kicked you in the keister. You're now 27 and 21 against the spread on the season. Damn it. And I, I apologize to all the listeners that might have put money on it. This is why I do not bet on the Saints. I just do not bet on the Saints. Because, look, it, it doesn't matter about the money to me as a Saints fan. Because when I realized I was going to lose my pick and then the, the two-point conversion's on the line, I'm like, okay, the only way I can beat Jim Derry is if we get this two-point conversion and, and, and instead of going, we go to overtime and the Saints get a touchdown, then I beat the spread. You know, or, or no, I needed the other. I needed Pretty funny. <laughs> Tennessee to score a touchdown. You and Uncle Big we Nick care. Saints were getting three. You and Uncle Big Nick care more about beating me than you do about real picks. I mean, I don't know. well, you know, what 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 can I say? People but, uh, I, like, I I knew I was going to lose, and I didn't care. I wanted the Saints to win so bad, but oh God, I don't know. That's what I yeah, get against my Saints. I'm Uncle an idiot. Big Nick hates the Saints, and he was he like had the audacity to text me how he how the Saints cover because he. He actually picked the Saints last week, and uh, as his five-star pick to cover, and he was all wow. happy about the Saints covering, and actually literally texted me about 30 seconds after the game was over, and I cannot say on this podcast is his family friendly what I texted him back. It was two, <laughs> let's just say it was two words, and the first one I get him. was a filth for and filth word. Ah. Uh. Let's just say that. So let's Fox move on to picks. Yeah. <laughs> Fox Trot. Fox Trot Yuma. Uh, all right. Uh, let's go on to pick number one, and it's a big one. Biggest game in the NFL that doesn't involve your New Orleans Saints this week. Your beloved Dallas Cowboys are traveling <sighs> to Kansas City to face the suddenly resurgent Chiefs, and Patrick Mahomes is all good again. Man, look, is it racist to say it's the Cowboys and Indians? Can we say that? Is that okay? Um, you just said it. <laughs> Do I have to edit this out? I, don't, I doubt it highly. Uh, you know what's funny? I didn't even realize this. Uh, you know they've only played 11 times? That, like, the, the, the Cowgirls playing the Chiefs. That. They, Seven and four. Cowboys lead the all-time series seven and four. Uh, thank you, NFL stat sheets. Um, so, yeah, that's crazy. Man, last time they played it was in 2017, and then the Cowgirls won. I like. I, I don't know why. I just, I just, was for some reason, I thought they played. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, so, like, this is kind of crazy to me that, that we haven't seen a matchup like this. But, man, you look at the rosters. I mean, Kelsey Tyreek Hill going up against CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper. I mean, dude, this looks like a shootout from hell. Uh, KC's defense, while uh, they got me a whole boatload of points in uh, this week's test, uh, games. Um, Dallas, you know, their defense is kind of meh. Same thing with KC. Uh, this is going to be one shootout. To, uh, I mean, what, what, what is the spread? I don't even know. What, what do you say it is? The, the spread is plus two Dallas. Ooh, uh, I'm taking KC because this is going to be a shootout. I think uh, Pat Mahomes uh, pulls it out in the end uh, because he's just a lunatic, and then he gets stuff done. And then you said you said it, the suddenly resurgent KC. So, uh, yeah, I'm totally taking the Chiefs on this. You're just like drunk Joe and Aunt Mabel. 
whatever they saw last week, that's what that's what they are. Whatever we saw last week, that's who this team is. You believe you already set me up. You already set me up for failure by putting this game on the dock. You know damn good and well I ain't picking the damn Cowboys. And and right now though, this is going to be a shootout. It's going to be fun. Uh, Actually, I'm excited about this game. So come on, Chiefs, with your stupid yellow shoes that look like flags on the field. The Rams are wearing their stupid yellow shoes the other night, too. They were. I thought about that, too. I was just like, what the hell, man? Well, I'm taking the Cowboys. I know you're shocked about that. Um, I think the Dallas Cowboys are a better football team, and I'm not believing what I see in the Chiefs from one week. I mean, yeah, they look like themselves, but they were playing a dysfunctional Raiders team that has all kinds of off-the-field issues, a new coach, and I I think the Raiders are about to go into the crapper, but uh, that's a whole other Whole so you're saying story. the Cowboys with their big 43-point win against the freaking Dirty Birds, that's 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 the, the be-all, end-all of what the, the Cowboys The Cowboys have are? had one bad game all season. They've been great other than that. They even won a game without Dak. They beat a pretty decent Minnesota team without Dak. I, I think Dallas is – Dallas really might be, dare I say it, has a chance to be the best team in the NFL. Oh my God! Yeah, straight. Yeah, no. You can hate it all you want. I'm just being realistic. I'm not saying I like it. I'm not a Dallas fan by any means. I was when I was a kid. They 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 do have a good team, and 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 actually, it seems like a lot of things are coming together for them this season. So so it does pain me to admit that. Uh, do I want to see the Cowboys right now? No, not particularly. As a Saints, you're going to see them um, in two weeks, in two and a half weeks. I, yeah. So I, ideally, you know. You know, some dysfunction. Well, I need some dysfunction to show up, man. <laughs> so, All right, but well, no, look, I, I get what you're saying, though. But yeah, no, I, the, the cowgirls are begrudgingly. I say they're good, but I'm taking the Chiefs anyway. All right, five will get you 497 here. Uh, <laughs> pick number two. And speaking of beloved teams, and me setting you up on Monday night, the Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, suddenly. Mediocre Tampa Bay Buccaneers are home against the New York football giants who have had a week off to lick their wounds and get Saquon Barkley back and maybe Kenny Galladay. And they are playing Tampa, a really probably pissed off Tampa Bay team that's given 11 to the Giants. Uh, uh, no, we're, 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 see, we're seeing the, uh, the, the Tom Brady mid, mid-season slump where he's just like, he's, he's getting tired. His old age is catching up with him, and so, you know, he's hitting that slump. But here's the flip side of said coin. Um, New York, uh, I, I went and looked up the stats, and, I, you know, I, you know, I hate looking up stats, but they're coming off of a bye week, and uh, they are like the third worst team against the spread coming off of a bye week. They've got like six wins. Uh, they're like six in like 22 or 17 or something ridiculous like that. The Giants suck when they come back from a bye. Uh, I don't agree with the whole Tampa Bay is going to be angry after a, a loss to uh, the Washington football team. Uh, but 11 points? Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm taking uh, I'm taking New York on this one because uh, I, I – I, Tom Brady's in a slump, and uh, he's not, he's going to throw more interceptions again, and it's going to be great to see him pouting on the sideline, looking at his little, uh, you know, his little eye peg going, oh, I shouldn't have thrown that. Oh, I suck. Oh, well, I'll just go home to Giselle. That handicap made absolutely zero sense. You come in with a solid point. I mean, you make the point of, in fact, you, you looked up something that I usually look up, and I didn't look it up in this case, so you told me something I didn't know. 
by saying the Giants stink like hot garbage after a bye week, and then you proceed to tell me you're taking the Giants. Because I hate Tom Brady. I just you're I know taking things. the Giants. That it's is your handicap, points, Jim. It's you eleven may, freaking plus eleven. I, look, I could uh, that I could get if you came on and said, "Look, eleven points is a lot of points." You know, I think Tampa Bay. You know, blah blah blah. No, no, the, look, the other thing is Daniel Jones, though he's quietly doing fairly well. He ain't lighting anything up, but he's quietly doing a good job. I'm gonna start calling him Danny Nichols because he ain't worth a dime. <laughs> That's, that's good. Not, I like that. You make that up by yourself. I did. I mean, he's not even worth a dime. I mean, he, he's just, I mean, he, he's kind of stinking like, uh, Remember like phone calls cost a dime. Good Lord, man. Man, you're old. I don't know. Shut up. We, they probably we, cost a nickel for you. Shut up. We, we used to stick, we had a pay phone at Shaw and we'd stick, you'd stick a dime in it. You'd call the operator and you say, uh, it, the, the pay phone ate my money and they would give you a free call and give you your dime back. Nice. I don't yeah, remember man. that. That's good. That's what you stuff right there. You, you Shaw kids always trying to game the system. <laughs> it's your dime back. <laughs> um, back to the prognosticating. Look, you made a solid point, and I agree with you. I think the Giants, okay, the Giants stink of a bye week, but more than that, look, Tampa Bay is either going to keep stinking or they're going to turn things around in a hurry, and I think this is the perfect defense for them to find an elixir, although I said that last week, but... I can't imagine Tampa Bay losing three in a row. And I know it's 11 points, but I got to think they're going to come out at their, at their best. They can't look ahead to anybody. They can't think about anything but what's, what they got right now. And with an extra day to put salve on their wounds, I'm picking Tampa Bay. But I do it's think... Called a, it's called a slump for a reason. I will say this. You could be right about midseason slumpage. And, you know, when you get to this age, we saw with Drew Brees for, what, three years? He would oh play great God, for about know. the first half of the season. And then, then that age would start to show. Maybe Tom Brady's human after all. Or goats can become human. I don't know. Look, yeah, I, I, we, we, you and I have been doing this for quite some time. And, and mm-hmm. what, what always has gotten me is that, and, and I don't recall who the hell made this point, but it really does hold true. When the great ones start to fall off the precipice, it happens it's, quick. it's not gradual. It yeah. happens like fast, quick yeah. enough. It's like they fall off that cliff. Yeah, man. So and, you know, he's making some bad decisions. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. I make, Four picks maybe he games. hasn't had his metamucil, but either which way, when they start mine. falling off, it's just like it's a free fall. So metamucil is uh, yeah, a lifesaver. <laughs> it is. I'm just saying, you know, when you get to, to in your fifties, metamucil. Yeah, you've had some healthy bowel movements. Thanks, metamucil. This podcast <laughs> sponsored by metamucil. And the TMI <laughs> podcast of the day is the Datitude podcast in New Orleans. Okay, um, moving on. But no, look, ask Peyton, Aiden, Peyton, ask Peyton Manning about dropping off. That Super Bowl couldn't have come quick enough because he was no done. Up, right? I mean, D-O-N-E done by the time that Super Bowl came. And they still find a way to win. Moving on, yeah. we, got, uh, we got a big game in the NFC West. The suddenly average Arizona Cardinals are playing the we-don't-know-what-the-hell-they-are-Seattle-Seahawks. Russell Wilson's back, but he guess what? He still hasn't scored a point in about in well over a month because they got shut out by Green Bay last week. 
Oh my God! Did you did you see the the, the stat that uh, like uh, out of 200 games, Tom Brady and Drew Brees had never been shut out in all their time, and and Russell Wilson was slowly creeping up. I think he was at 100 or whatever, and then he got, got shut out. And he's just like, oh, the great ones are. That's why they're called great. <laughs> just like, like don't hate on that, Russell that, Russell Wilson. I'm not hating on Russell Wilson. Okay, I like Russell Wilson as a person. That dude. Yeah. No, no, no. I, he's, I, I keep he's praying he's the next Saints likable guy. I don't think that, that's happening. All right, Arizona minus two and a half at Seattle. I'm taking Arizona. I'm taking Arizona. They, they, they. I, you know, I love the Red Sea, man. I love the Red Sea. Those beautiful red uniforms of the Arizona Cardinals. But uh, look, they, they, they lost to Carolina this week. That's okay. Uh, they are still a good team, and uh, you got two teams that are going to be coming in. The weird part is, you know, that the twelfth man in Seattle. Does that affect them? Probably, but I think they still come out with the win. I thought, honestly, I think they're going to win outright. You know, not the the twelfth man. The minus two and a half is is the clue. Twelfth, that twelfth man hasn't done jack. No, no, the Seattle hasn't done jack this year. Three and six. You know, I mean, come on, they're they're not very good right now. I'm agreeing with you. Uh, Arizona is. um, I don't think you know they they've been in this spot before where they've been pretty good the first half and then they kind of. I don't want to say fall off a cliff, but they kind of fall wallow back into mediocrity. And yeah. but Kyler Murray, look, if they have a bye week next week, so theoretically they'd probably be better off if he doesn't play this week. But they really kind of got to win now. I mean, the Rams gave them a gift by losing on Monday night, so if they want to stay on oh top, of the division they, they got to win. Yeah, I, I think Arizona is gonna gonna win this game, and I think fairly handily by at least a touchdown. So I'm with you, minus two and a half. All right, right. look at that. Doesn't happen very often, but one of the no, it doesn't. <laughs> and uh, we'll see what happens in this one because both teams wear blue, so I don't know who the hell you're going to pick. Uh, Buffalo Ooh. is is a seven point favorite over Indianapolis, who's obviously playing much better football right now. Uh, yeah, yeah, they are. Um, uh, I man, um, I think look like the, the, the Bills. You know, you 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 were you were not happy with with all you know them being already crowned the the Super Bowl champs. Uh, so crown them, crown them. They're pretty their damn good, man. They're really really good, and uh, I I just still don't like Carson Wentz. I don't care. I don't care what the stats are, and I I just I. I Look, I, I just don't like Carson Wentz. It, it's just, that's just how it is. So uh, I'm totally taking the book. I'm taking the Bills plus seven. I, I, I mean, the yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? You can on Carson and Wentz I'm, more than I'm on Trevor Simming. Uh, yeah, because Carson Wentz is garbage. You know, he's like I'm surprised he's still healthy and playing. All right, we're, what are we in week ten or eleven, whatever the hell freaking week we're in? Um, I don't even think the dude's in his thirties yet. Is he? You're, you're talking uh, like he's an old man or something. Well, uh, his his internal organs and bones are, are about the, the strength of a ninety year old man, you know, and and not even a cool World War II he's vet. Twenty eight years man. old, and so he's he's, he's fragile, fragile. <laughs> it's getting to that point of the season we're almost uh, we're getting to the Christmas season, so he can be a yeah. little fragile. Yep, yep. He's he's getting hurt soon. Mark my right. word. Well, Maybe this it's has... this game. What's the side bet that he that he <laughs> he gets hurt this game? I don't know if he does one more, more and more of those underhand flips things. I don't know what the hell that is. But uh, yeah, oh, look, this has nothing to do with crossing the ones in my opinion. The Buffalo Bills, they either win by like eighty or they lose. 
I mean, so if you think Buffalo's going to win, you pretty much need to take them with the spread because that's who they are. Um, and I think Buffalo's going to win. And I think they're going to win fairly handily. I mean, but still, I mean, I still can't get that Jacksonville game out of mind, out the back of my mind. So I don't love this pick. Like, I probably would have loved it a few weeks ago. Um, but I still think Buffalo's up there with Tennessee is the class of the of the conference. So I'm no, agreed. I, I, I totally forgotten that burrito was still in the league, man. He, he showed up too. Nah, he's not 28. No, he is not. <laughs> Frank Gore wants to come back too. Like completely I saw that. apropos to nothing. But uh, yeah, right. I guess. He, mm. Why not? Why not? Uh, all I remember is what 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 he did to the Saints, man. Oh God, that game. Frank Gore, the oh, touchdown whore. Oh my. God, yeah, dude. Oh, God. <laughs> Pick number five. Moving on. Uh, Minnesota, the mini ha-ha, your favorite quarterback, Kirk Cousins, is playing, is hosting them, the man bun. Man bun. <laughs> man bun and the Green Bay Packers are two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road at division rival mini ha-ha. Mini soda. All right. Um, a Green Bay. Uh, look, uh, even with his little two-week COVID hiatus or one week or whatever the hell it was, he he was a little rusty. Uh, he didn't look like like you know he he looked like he missed a couple of practices. Uh, but now that he's got another full week under his belt. Uh, I can honestly say this. I was flat out wrong to start the season about the outside influence. Remember how I just Scott was kind of, you know, I was just railing and making jokes on some of the stuff, but that all the off the field issues were going to play an impact on, on Aaron Rodgers. Holy crap. Was I wrong? I mean, he seems just unflappable. The dude lies to the whole country and says, you know, I've been, you know, immunized. Jedi it's mind like trick, baby. It, it, nothing affects this guy. So, uh, look, Aaron Rodgers, man, I mean, I, it just seems like he can't do any wrong. And so I, 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 I got to keep riding with the man bun, dude. And, I mean, he hasn't cut his hair yet. So I, I stand by this. If he keeps that hair growing, he's going to win it all. So, so I think at this point he ain't cutting that hair. He knows he's just like Samson. He cuts that hair, they're going to lose. So I'm going, with, I'm going with Aaron as long as he's got the hair. You know, I think that, that really, if you talk about it, I mean, he grew his hair out for a Halloween party. <laughs> I think that he's going to look like Santa Claus by the time the season's over with all this crap that's happened to him. <laughs> you can say he's all gray? He's just going yeah, gray? He's all gray? I don't know. That, but, no, I don't think so because I don't think he, he's, he's like the honey badger. Honey badger don't care. He don't care what you say. Uh, he really doesn't. He does. Care, he's not going to get gray hair. Maybe he does. Got, he's sure got, got a lot of translate. No, he's got a lot of feelings back there, and I think he uses it as fuel. But on to my pick. I just I, look. Green Bay's due for a letdown, um, and I'm not so sure he's back. By the way, before I uh, finish off my pie, don't you find it a little ironic that all season long we're talking about him letting his hair grow out for to, for Halloween, and then he gets COVID at a Halloween party? Hmm. Uh, no, I find that completely normal because that's that's it. Huh? <laughs> that's what he gets. <laughs> well, he was immunized, so <laughs> he was immunized. <laughs> but uh, back uh, to the pick. I just look. I, I'm always one to tend, tend to lean to a uh, home team in a division game getting points. Uh, that's always been my golden rule. I haven't necessarily followed it this year. Obviously, I'm not following it. Picking Arizona, but 
I just think that Minnesota is that, that that's going to be a team that right now who's out of it. Out, if you look at the top seven, is out of the playoff race. That's going to climb into it. Uh, they have too much talent not to. Um, and I'm not in God, love I with we, I wish we had Justin Jefferson. Dear Justin God, Jefferson Justin and Adam Thielen and Dalvin Cook Ooh. and look, Kirk yeah. Cousins. We we joke about Kirk Cousins and a lot of people do, but I'd rather have Kirk Cousins than anything we have right now and. Honestly, he's probably a top ten quarterback at the moment. Well, and and what's funny is, you know, they like the game manager. You know, it's like, look, he's a reliable, solid quarterback. You know, yeah. he doesn't. There's nothing fancy about him. Uh, you know, he can occasionally, you know, you know, drop a dime. But then, you know, it's just like, you know, he he just, I don't know. He he follows the playbooks. He doesn't do anything fancy. He just gets the job done. So, uh, and I think that that's Minnesota to a T. They really, Minnesota. Uh, they 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 execute i think they execute it and that's 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 really they follow the playbooks and, and they don't make a whole lot of mental mistakes it's when you get the vikings to uh you know that that's why i miss cj gardner johnson man you're somebody that gets in yeah. their heads and makes them make mistakes then you own minnesota so it, it'll come down to mental mistakes uh from we minnesota haven't Min- owned minnesota lately that's a whole nother story yeah. But if you look at the series, too, though, going back and looking at the series, Minnesota's actually had success against Green Bay as of late. Um, you know, it's not exaggerated. It's, but in the last 10 games, they, they play each other twice a year. Minnesota is 5-4-1 and one against Green Bay in the last uh, 10 games. So they've had success. Hi. A tie? Is, is a that tie. like the tie? Detroit didn't lose. Way to go, Detroit. <laughs> I'm so pissed off about that, by the way. I mean, if Detroit... So is every other better in the country. If the, if the, well, I had to, not just because I bet on the money line. It's a push. But in my knockout pool, that's 20 grand to the winner, okay? 20 grand to the winner. The knockout pool gets knocked down from 35 to 16 if Detroit wins the damn game. And in my, in my survivor pool or knockout pool, whatever you want to call it, a tie, you move on. Most, a lot of survivor pools, you lose if it's a tie, but not in mine. Okay. So anyway, it's the, it would have been down to 16 people. I would have had a one in 16 chance of 20 grand. Now it's still one in 35, and I lost my other pick because Lamar Jackson sucks, and I don't know why I picked that. But I digress again. Anyway, <laughs> so my pick is Minnesota plus two and a half against Green Bay. I think that All they, right. uh, I think, I think they win the game outright. If not, I think it's gonna be super close. Could come down to the end. Maybe uh, their kicker will make a kick. Who knows? Uh, speaking of kickers, moving on, the New Orleans Saints are in a must-win situation against the Philadelphia Eagles on the road, and um, the Saints haven't lost three in a row since 2016. Wow, really? Yeah, the first three games of the 2016 season, which led to a 7-9 season. And I'm saying that if the Saints lose this game, they're going to have a losing season. They've got to win this game. I'm not going to give my pick yet, but they've got to win this game. Here's the thing. Uh, We don't have to win the game if Tampa Bay loses their game, okay? They're the only... Did you see the schedule coming up? No, I don't look ahead to the schedule. Okay, well, they play Buffalo and Dallas next. Oh, crap. Why 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 you got to tell me that? Um, Yeah, but we can beat those teams. I don't care. We can beat those teams. We can beat anybody. Any given Sunday, baby. Um, All right. Look, 
All joking aside, I'm straight up picking the Saints, not just because, but I mean, I, I think we are miles above this Eagles team. Uh, I am, you know, they, they beat Denver. Oh my God, poor Teddy Bridgewater, man. <laughs> he was just like, he goes, oh, I got intercepted. Uh, I'll try to attack you. Nah, never mind. I'm just going to go back to the bench. Um, so uh, they beat Denver. They, whoop de doo. Um, whoop de doo. Whoop de doo. Jalen Hurts, the only thing I'm interested in seeing is just seeing what, what Jalen Hurts does. I'm not worried about his uh, getting out of the pocket and, and, and hurting us too bad with the runs. Uh, because he did I like, last year. Uh, he did last year, but like we, Caden Ellis is back this season. You know, Demario yeah, Davis. the passing. Dude, shut up. That was so, oh my God, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Moosa. Coach Payton. God, I, I love I love Coach Payton. Oh, he had some Moosa moments. Yeah. Oh, he's like, he's like, More like, cats I, 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 he's like next, next question. But look, you got to do it. I mean, look, I, 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 think, I think you and I have talked about this before, where it's just like when I first started covering the Saints, like, you know, uh, Larry Holder and, 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 you know, Jeff Duncan would be like, all right, don't ask him about injuries. That's one sure way to make sure that you're not coming back next week. And uh, those kind of things. If he knows, you know Coach Payton's a fiery guy. He does not want to get dinged for like 15 grand for saying the referees suck ass and they, they can't see their, you know. Uh, you know, so, uh, yeah, yeah. And just, man, the refs, they really hose this man. But uh, and They hose this on one play. Two plays, two plays. What was the other one? Uh, the other one was I forgot what the other one was. Uh, yeah. it, I mean, I wouldn't watch. It the wasn't game a turnover that would have completely changed the the outcome of the game. But I, I digress. Uh, but no, uh, I, I think the Saints come back this week. Uh, they're going to be uh, much better. Uh, we get Kamara back, um, supposedly. Uh, supposedly, but look. If, if we don't see more from Taysom Hill, then I will lose my goddamn mind. I swear to sweet baby Jesus, Merry Christmas and all that. But dear Lord, if we don't see more of Taysom, I will be upset because honestly, we need him back out there. We need him out there for every play because he is a guy that the defense must recognize. And that, that's it. I mean, you know, if he's not out there every play, it's it's just it's idiocy. So. So I, I, I do not understand why they just put him in these random packages here and there. Well, there may be more wrong. The there may be more wrong with Taysom than any of us really know. If you well, think about dude, it. that that was that was scary. We missing forty five minutes of his life from that hit, dude. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he was. And and, and I've said this. That there was, so there may be an excuse for Simeon being out there. I'd still. I mean, God, I'd rather Ian book at this point. I'm not kidding. But, uh, oh my God! Really? Yeah, you're, no, you're a crazy person. One hundred percent. I know way. what Simeon is. I know this is an eight and nine team with Trevor Simeon. I don't know what it is with Taysom Hill or Ian Book. That's how bad it is. But anyway, I'm not going any further into that. People know what I think. Anyone who's listened to this podcast for five minutes this week knows what I think about Trevor Simeon. It's fine. Um, I think that the Saints, with their backs up against the wall, I I, I said earlier in the week. I originally picked the Eagles, and I wrote a long blurb, uh, and I went straight by my handicap on where they match up and defense, our offense against their defense and last year's game and what happened and Jalen Hurts and blah, blah, blah. And I went back and I thought about it, and I don't usually, I don't hardly ever do this. I do it like once or twice a season. And I changed I changed it, and I, and I, and I picked the Saints. 
And the reason why I picked the Saints here is because I'm I'm trusting in Sean Payton. Backs firmly against the wall. Like I said, they haven't lost three in a row in five years. And if right. this if this season's going to be anything but hot garbage, um, it's going to be hard to watch if they lose this game the rest of the year. And so I'm I'm I don't know if it's if it's if it's what I want to happen or my leap of faith or. But I'm going to trust in Sean Payton, and I'm going to pick the Saints, and I'm probably going to re- regret it later. But I'm not. I wouldn't I, I, touch it with a ten-foot pole. No, right. Look, I will say this: if we do lose at the Eagles, we will then absolutely beat the Cowgirls and the Bills. Mark my words. So, ideally, you know, if we we, we don't lose, but if we, if we do, then the back. Okay. Is well, then I'll. The I'll if they lose, then I'll just go ahead and mark your pick for that game and. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I'll make fun of you for it. You you can pretty much go ahead and mark those down anyway, but still. Yeah, well, I know. You know. But I did. You know what? This is the first week all year I didn't type in no plus one and a half Philly right in, in the spreadsheet because you shocked the hell out of me last week by picking the Titans and I'm like, look, I, I, I thought I, I was living we on some bizarro world. I, no, I, I knew we weren't going to win that game, man. I just, I just knew it. Uh, this one, I know we'll win. I'm, I'm not concerned okay. about the Eagles. We, we got the Eagles number. You don't anyway. like green, so uh, not that green. It's a weird. What, what? It's, it's like pine tree green. I mean, like come on, man. We, green. We, like, oh my God! Well, then that uh, I'm a brother Martin brand, so obviously I despise that color. So there you go. We're done now. I'm wearing brother Martin colors right now. Anyway, um, <laughs> all right. Well, conductor Dave, tell the fans about the week and geek. All right, man. So last week it was freaking awesome. I had Bruce Campbell, George Wallace. Uh, I you know, did the whole your mama jokes. Well, this week uh, I have uh, all right. His his name's Charles Band. Do you remember those movies? Uh, remember Ghoulies? You remember? Uh, oh yeah, sure. Uh, Trancers and uh, like the Puppet Master movies. He is the guy behind all that, Full Moon Entertainment, and uh, he wrote this tell-all memoir, and uh, it was awesome, dude. Like, I was kind of nerding out talking to him because I was, I was like, look, I, I want to apologize to you, Mr. Band, because my mother wrote you a strongly worded letter because when Ghoulies came out, I didn't take a dump for like two weeks because Dude. I was worried. I was worried that Ghoulies was going to come out the toilet. You, 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 <laughs> oh, you my God, that? dude. Ghoulies coming out the toilet. Oh, my God. I was mentally scarred for that. For, I'm mentally like, scarred uh, right now. I, I was nine, so I don't know if that helps the mental image. No, it doesn't. <laughs> And so that, right, so that's that's on this weekend show. But also, I have Chelsea Handler, uh, you know, the, the comedian. She's coming into town in May over there at the Orpheum, and she and I kind of got in a little bit of a fight because she thought I was being sexist. So I don't know. It it was it turned out okay in the end. And then tomorrow, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you, you've now questioned whether you're racist and sexist in the same half an hour <laughs> second. I'm I'm wondering. I mean, are you going to get me fired? I don't think so. I you know I mean no Cowboys and totally Indians Lord knows what you what you told well, she, Chelsea she, she didn't hang up on me so we 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 continued okay. the conversation amicably but then tomorrow I got McKenna Grace she's the girl who plays the lead in the new Ghostbusters movie dude which comes out comes out tomorrow I can't comes out tomorrow the that. new Ghostbusters what what did you just say. You can't remake movies like Ghostbusters. This one is not a remake. This is actually a continuation. It, you, you could technically call this Ghostbusters 3 because, it, like, Bill Murray and Aykroyd, I, uh, the, the, 
the it, it's Ivan Reitman's son did it. it this is going to be an awesome movie dude it's going to be awesome they all show up and it's not the girl ghostbusters that was like in a different universe this is same one it's a pickup 30 years after the original so oh, i'm excited God. about this one so that's all on this weekend shows sunday at 7 p.m. on news talk 995 wrno listen to it on the free iheart radio app click subscribe you never miss a podcast but if you you can if you want to watch a youtube channel that's just audio i don't know if i have a youtube channel the weekend geek but definitely follow us on facebook facebook.com forward slash the weekend geek uh, uh, on Twitter, it's Twig Radio, and Instagram's The Week in Geek. Sundays at 7. Twiggy DuCorbier, better known as Conductor Dave, as always, it's been my pleasure. I can't wait to text you on Sunday. Oh, but let me ask you this. All right, so I, 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 a serious question. I have Taysom Hill on my fantasy team, and I have Tua Tunga Vailoa. Um, he's... Tua's playing the craptastic Jets, but Taysom, I love my boy Taysom. I don't Wait know who I should Those start. two quarterbacks? But, but I had Matthew Stafford, but he's he's on a bye this week. Oh, geez. So, I asked, uh, and I didn't have a backup quarterback, and I picked up Taysom because I, I, I got uh, You absolutely go with Tua this week. You sure? Positive. What about? I mean, but, but the, you're the so, best you're you can so hope cons- for. The best you can you hope still for. You believe was, that Taysom's the starting quarterback? No, I believe he should be. Uh, I don't. Okay. I don't think stubborn ass Peyton is ever going to put him in. I mean, <laughs> I mean, maybe if they lose three more in a row and he doesn't have a choice, maybe. Oh God, shut up! Don't say that. I'm. I'm you know, I don't know. I'm right, not. So I'm not predicting that they're going to lose three more in a row. But you know, I, I'm going to have to go. And seriously, I'm going to have to go be, do research. When is the last time the Saints were underdogs in four consecutive games? Because it's going to happen. They're going to be on. They're already four and a half point dogs against Buffalo. If they lose, it's going to grow. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And they're going to be, I don't care what they do. This They can win this week and next week, and they're going to be underdogs at home against Dallas. So I'm going to have to go do some serious research. When the last, I don't know that it's happened in the Peyton era, even during the crappy seven and nine years. I don't think they've been yeah. four weeks in a row. So that's going to be wow. hard, to, hard to find, but I'm going to go look it up. Anyway. Okay. We will continue this conversation and uh, see who's better of the best next Friday. Oh, actually, we're going to do it on Wednesday next week. It's Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. So we'll have. Oh a, yeah, right, huh? Oh my we'll God, have, I can't believe it, man. Thanksgiving's yeah. here. So we're going to have a five-star Wednesday next week. Yeah, I'm going to be on the same we'll show as Mike Detillier. So I'll go from. I'm going to yeah, go. Yeah, really. Mike Detillier to Conductor Dave. That's pretty scary. I'm going to have to warn him ahead of time. <laughs> That is going to be the most listened to podcast ever. Right. And it Mark my won't words. be because of you. <laughs> what? What? People love me. They love me. All right. We can geek. We'll check it out on Saturday. Thanks for joining us. I mean, Sunday. Later, bro. Saturday. Yeah. Saturday. All right. No, it's Sunday. Sunday's Sunday, at seven. Sunday. 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 And the Superdome. Go, go, go. All right. Thank you. Later. Dave on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I want to meet that dude. Who's the dude that's Sunday, Sunday? That dude's got... We got to have him on the podcast at some point. All right. Well, he's back on the Saints train. He's picking the Saints again. All is right with the world. Uh, Conductor Dave has not been great with his Saints picks, but I have. I am now 8-1 uh, and one when it comes to picking Saints games against the spread. So I know that means that uh, you Saints fans out there are hoping that I'm 9-1 after this week is over. 
again, it's all about Sean Payton, right? I've said it a thousand times. Backs against the wall. Give me Payton. We'll see. Let's move on to Uncle Big Nick. And Uncle Big Nick had a great week last week. If you listen to the show and you you threw caution to the wind, you said, this is going to be Uncle Big Nick's week. I don't know why you would do that because he was not good before last week. Then you won some money. If you threw caution in a win and you only bet my five-star pick or my five-star and my four-star pick, then you kind of like went to the wash because I was like mediocre. Lost my first five-star pick of the year. Um, we're going to turn that around this week and got the four-star, though. So if you bet my top two, you did well. I mean, you did mediocre. Now, if you, if you combine my picks with, with Nick, man, you did, you did just fine. So I think we're both going to light it up this week because I like most of his picks this week. Um, and I love my picks. I have fixed the wrong, especially with my teaser. Zach loves to give me grief for my teaser picks. But we're getting them right this week. I thought these through. I went through them with a fine-tooth comb. And we're going to get them right. Let's get right to it. And let's hear what Uncle Big Nick's going to do with his picks. Finally, you didn't make my little girl cry. It's about time. Oh, she should have got like a Barbie dream house last week or something. I mean, Barbie dream house. She's she's dreaming. She, I think she's still dreaming, wondering how in the hell you picked winners. I don't know. Hey, sunshine's on the dogs. You know what? Every now and then, Keister, baby. We say Keister on this show. <laughs> Uncle Big Nick, welcome to the Datitude Podcast. You. Uh, you beat me pretty handily last week. It's about time. I'm still ahead for the season, but uh, last week, four and one, 18 points. Uh, the only one you got wrong was, let's see, you got your one star wrong. Bama minus 13 and a half in the first quarter against New Mexico State, who went on to yeah. just absolutely <laughs> roll New Mexico State. So you had the right idea, but if you would have done it for the half instead that's, of the first quarter, you would have won. That's the only thing they didn't cover was the first quarter. They covered the second quarter. They covered the half. They covered the game. They covered the second half. <laughs> they just got out to a slow start. But, hey, you know, you still went 4-1. and one. Uh, Your underdog pick squeaked by with the Saints, your parlay, A&M and Ole Miss. You finally got a parlay right. Texas A&M, Ole Miss under 56.5, Georgia, Tennessee over 56. Your three-star pick was your teaser. You even got a teaser right. When you get a parlay and a teaser right, I mean, I don't know it's, what, what what you ate on Friday last week, but uh, you should eat that every Friday. Yeah. I mean, it happens every now and then. To get yeah, both well, of those right is ridiculous. Like I said, uh, you're about to run out of college pick, so we'll see what happens when you get to all NFL coming up soon. I was two and three. Uh, I only got six points, six lousy points. Um, I got my teaser. Boy, I tell you what, one thing I do like though is this. If you're going to get them wrong, get them really, really wrong. My five-star pick last week was my teaser, which I've done well with. I'm, I was 4-0 going into the week uh, with my five-star pick. 
my teaser, you want to talk about bomb. I had the Bucks minus three and a half and the Browns plus eight, and they both got obliterated and lost. Uh, I did get my underdog pick right at my four star with my Lions plus nine over Steelers. Should have won that one outright. And then I did something that I will never do again, and I shouldn't have done it then. I didn't put enough thought into the Bucks pick. I said uh, on the at the book show yesterday, um, it's not that I put too much stock. I don't the Bucks pick on the teaser. I don't mind picking it last week. I picked it as my favorite for my three star pick, but picking it in two spots is just a bad thing. And then the teaser, we talk about teasers, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But you got to get certain numbers. Teasers only work when you get to certain numbers, and you got to get past the, you know, if they're if they're you want to pick them when they're like minus seven, so you can get through the six and the three, and even the two and a half. And so we thought out our teaser a little bit better this week. We're gonna get that right. The only other one I got right was my parlay. I did get right as well. So we both got our parlays right. It was my one star. Uh, Packers Seahawks under 49 and a half <laughs> easily won that one. And then the Cowboys, yeah, Falcons, that was Cowboys Falcons under 54 and a half because the Falcons stink so bad as we saw last night. Well, yeah. So, uh, I mean, the Falcons did beat the Saints though. I mean, so yeah, right. That. And we, we've, we talked about how, that. how did that happen? We talked about that in the monologue. I spent a, way too much time talking about that in the monologue. I'm not going into that anymore. I mean, Look, you could talk about the Falcons all day long, and I know they're out without Calvin Ridley, and now they were without Cordero Patterson, but they're just that offensive line is atrocious, and they are not very good. So we're not going to spend any more time talking about the Falcons. We've already wasted enough of our people's Fridays talking about the Atlanta Falcons. Let's get into our picks. Um, we're going to get right into it. The five-star pick. You're going for the gusto once again. You're trying to get 10 points here with your parlay. You got... Uh, your college special, you did well with it last week. Going to try it again. Pitt, Virginia, over 66 uh, versus, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Pitt, Virginia, over 66, and Army, under 56 versus UMass. The Army, under, I'm banking on UMass not scoring at all because UMass is so bad, and this Army team's going to do – what, eight, nine-minute drives down the field, score touchdowns. I, I'm expecting this to be like 49 to three, maybe, if okay. that. Well, and I know but, that um, Army's going to run the ball a whole lot. So um, Yeah, they're going to beat the clock. New Bass yeah. ain't going to stop them. It, it just seems easy to me. It seems like a high total. And Virginia's played in some wild shootout games for sure, um, and Pitt doesn't seem lately to be able to stop a lot of teams. So I like both of these picks, really. Pitt scored 44 points a game. Virginia gives up about over 200 yards rushing a game. So, I mean, it's they, just. They got to find a books, way to get the ball to Keaton Thompson, baby. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I don't know. These seem like easy picks to me, which probably going to make me lose, but it yeah, just well. seems easy. We'll see. My five-star this week is my teaser. I'm going back to the teaser. And uh, like I said, you got to get past certain numbers. And I, and I thought this went on a little bit better. I don't know what I was thinking last week because. Obviously, I didn't think well enough. Even the fact, not just the fact that they, my teaser pick got blown out, it was the fact that I didn't get the certain numbers on the Bucs. Um, Vegas was setting us up to not tease the Bucs, but I did it anyway, and it bit me in the keister. Uh, my teaser this week, Bills minus one over the Colts and Saints plus eight over the Eagles. 
the Bills basically just need the win over the Colts. I think they will. Um, you know, a seven-point favorite. So you get the six off the teaser. You get six for both. You got to win both if you don't if you haven't played teasers in the past. But I just I really like Buffalo this week, and uh, this is one of the weeks where if I hadn't learned my lesson last week, I probably would have put them in two different spots. That's how much I like Buffalo this week. I think this is the week they start to separate themselves. Um, I still think they're the best team in the AFC. I think the Colts have, although they played well, not only have they played crappy teams but and beat them, but they played them at home. So now they're going back on the road. Um, they've been home four out of the last five weeks after a long road journey to start the season. I think the Colts are a decent team. I think they're potentially a playoff team, but I don't think they're as good as the Bills. And I think this is, you know, the Bills either win by 30 or they or they lose. So I think they're going to win, and I, li- I like this number. Saints plus eight over Eagles. I've said it. I said it in the monologue. I've said it all week long. Um, I went back and forth in this game on who I think is going to win. But I think even if the Saints lose, which is certainly a possibility, I don't think Sean Payton's going to get blown out here. I think he'll have his team well prepared. So plus eight is a good number. Yeah, I can't see the Saints getting blown out. Do you know Saints are eleven and three straight up as a dog? Yeah, under Payton. Yep, that's, they're not dogs that's very pretty, often. That's pretty remarkable. Yeah. You know what's you know what's even scary about that? That they're not dogs very often under under Peyton. They're going to be dogs four weeks in a row because they were dogs last week. They're dogs this week, and you know, no matter what happens this week, they're going to be dogs against Buffalo and then Dallas. So, at home, when's the last time the Saints were dogs? Three times at home in the same season. I'm going to have to go look. I still haven't oh. had a chance to look that up, but. I would be willing to bet it hasn't happened in the Sean Payton era. Yeah, I, I was about to say that before Payton, it had to be. Got to be. So we're we're going to spend some time looking that up um, later this weekend. All right, let's get to the four star. Uh, four star, you got your underdog there. Um, I'm not so sure I love this one. I do like your parlay, but I don't know if I like this one. Wake Forest is getting four and a half over Clemson, and I get where you're coming from, Wake Forest. You know, just a couple of weeks ago was undefeated. Still uh, potentially the representative to go to the ACC championship game. But Clemson's been playing a lot better. And I think that uh, Dabo's got him kind of where he wants him. Um, clearly no world beater or anything like that. But I think that they have a good chance to to, to win this. And what's your reasoning here? I don't know. I'm getting something on Wake Forest being an underdog again like I did for North Carolina. I don't trust Clemson to win this game by a lot. They wait for scores 44 a game. Clemson only gives up 15 a game, so something's got to give there. Clemson has a 33-game home winning streak. Another thing I'm going against, but I don't know. And if Clemson wins, I'm thinking it's a field goal, hopefully. It's like something I'm taking on the money line or anything like that. But I just like waking this spot. They can, If they win here, they go to the championship game. Yeah. So they're going to be playing their hearts out, you know. Yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, you're definitely a better college prognosticator than I am, for sure. So that's a game I probably won't touch, but uh, that's your pick. You're underdog. Four-star, you are three and two when you're four-star, so obviously you've had success there. Wake Forest plus five and a, four and a half over Clemson. My four-star pick is my underdog, and I, I thought about making this my five-star pick, really, because I love it. Um, to me, and I get where we're coming from, Vikings and Packers, the public – eyes the Packers as the best team in the NFC 
and they view the Vikings as an also-ran because they look at records only. But the Vikings have been seriously unlucky this season. And to me, the Vikings and the Packers are pretty close to what and what. And now the Packers are without Aaron Jones. Um, and Devontae Adams was questionable early in the week. I know he's probably going to play. But And you're talking about the man bun, uh, Aaron Rodgers, who's just had a wacky couple weeks. I love this spot for the Vikings at home against Green Bay, where they've had success against Green Bay. Getting to at home in a division game, um, we'll see what the Vikings are made of this week. Yeah, I like this pick. I mean, I'm going to talk about it coming up because I got it in my teaser. But I mean, the Vikings are the, the Vikings are better than everybody thinks they are. Way better. And speaking speaking of man bun, he said he grew the man bun to do his Halloween costume. Halloween's over. Why hasn't he shaved his head yet? Man, I, I, I talked about this with Dave. Um, I think that maybe his next thing is he's going to be Santa Claus. So maybe that's what he's doing. Uh, uh, maybe he'll grow the beard out too. And um, Because every parent is wants their child on Aaron Rodgers' lap. Yeah, right. Of course. <laughs> I believe that. Oh, boy. That's as far as we're going to go with that. Let's move on to the three-star. Yeah. Uh, you haven't fared very well with your three-star, even though you won it last week. You broke that 0-4 schneid. You're now 1-4 in your three-star pick. Last week was your teaser. This week, it is your favorite. North Texas, who's playing above their heads in the Sun Belt, if you haven't noticed, uh, the Mean Green have been playing very well. They're giving 10 to Florida International. Florida International is absolutely awful this year. I've been fading them all year. So, Butch Davis just left. Did, did you hear all the stuff he was saying about Butch Davis said that FIU is like sabotaging the football program. He basically threw them all under the bus. I got to be on, honest. Um, I have not been on uh, Panthers Today message board, so I, I have missed oh, it. It's, it's very interesting. He said that their jerseys are nine years old. Their shoulder pads, they get hand-me-downs from SEC schools. Like, they don't put any money into the football program. Now, this is either going to bite me in the butt or North Texas is going to kill them because FIU might come out and show that they can play. I don't know. I just don't know if they can. Well, they're kind of hand-me-down school, aren't they? I mean, Yeah, they are. They're like, I mean, if you look at where they rank in the hierarchy of Florida schools, they're not really that far up there. It's right? just crazy. I mean, they shouldn't be a pop wonder school, though. I mean, it's kind of crazy that, of, well, of, of, you know, Butch college. Davis, you think about Butch, where Butch Davis was a decade or so ago. He's gone from Miami and dropped through the ranks and fallen all the way to FIU. I wouldn't be crying very much if I were him. That's just me. Yeah, I mean, at least he's still in Florida. <laughs> That's true. Let's see. Uh, I, I like this pick. I think North Texas wins this game easily. Three-star pick for me. I'm three and two there. Um, I lost it last week again. That was my Bucks pick, so I need to get that one back up. I've been doing pretty good with my hierarchy picks. Um, let's see what happens this week. It's my Lanyap pick. And Lanyap, we used to call it the off-road pick. It's something a little bit different. Um, it's not a, just a straight pick. So I kind of scoured through some things, and the thing that jumped out in my head is I really like Cleveland this week. And so I can't take two favorites. And so I kind of thought, you know what, after the Browns just horrendous week last week, and the Lions, every time they, they come in, into a close game, they kind of stink up the joint the next week. So I think this is a great spot. We just found out this morning that Nick Chubb's going to play. 
I think the Browns are going to run all over this team. I think they're going to start quick. I think they're going to put this team out. I uh, put this game out of doubt early. I like the Browns minus six and a half in the first half. So they just got to win the first half by touchdown. Yeah, I agree. I think this is a lock. Speaking of the Browns, what does New England have to do for you to give them credit? Uh, beat a good team. That's it. Yeah, beat a good team. You don't think the Browns are a good team? You said you would take the Browns over the Patriots. You did take the Browns over the Patriots. I think the Browns are an up-and-down, average, mediocre team, and I think the Patriots are slightly above average. So, I think upset a big team answer. in the playoffs. I can't, I can't wait. <laughs> no, you just can't wait because you're like up Belichick's uh, cornholio. Well, I mean, if, if you got to be – behind the coach. I mean, why not that one? Well, I mean, you can be behind him all you want. I'm not going to go there. It's a Friday morning. <laughs> it's way too close to Sunday, and I don't want to go to hell. It's too early. Um, yeah, way too early. Um, look, I, you know, we can talk about New England all you want. Um, no, not all you want, because we have a limited time on the show, but I, I just think when New England gets to start playing real teams, like they're going to in the next few weeks with Titans and Bills, I think they're going to be exposed. I'm not, I don't like, I look, I think their defense is better than average. <clears throat> Excuse me. I like, I like what they've done on defense, but I'm not sold on Mac Jones. I mean, I think he's going to be really good eventually, but you're talking about a rookie quarterback and rookie quarterbacks when they, when they start facing all this fury, that's about to, I mean, you can't tell what they're, they're going to be against some of these teams that they played so far. So We'll see. I mean, look, I think they're good, but I don't think they're as good as, as you think they are, and I certainly don't think they're as good as Aunt Mabel and Drunk Joe think they are, which is going to make their lines go through the roof in a little bit. So that's my three-star pick. Browns minus six and a half in the first half. We'll see what happens. Uh, we're going to move on to the two-star pick. You have put your teaser in this spot. Um, you're three and two in your two-star pick, so you've been doing good at the bottom of your picks. That's a great at the top. So we'll see what happens here. But because I really like this three star, uh, this teaser a lot. Um, you got an NFL uh, NFL tandem in there. Your teaser is 49ers. You move them from minus six to even. So all I got to do is beat the Jags, your San Francisco 49ers. And then you got Vikings plus eight over the Packers. So you're, you're copying off my paper. No, I didn't. No, I know you didn't because you gave it to me before I gave it to you. <laughs> Maybe I'm copying off yours. Um, but no, I, the I, Niners I, coming off that big. The Niners big, coming that okay. big win. I don't. I don't want to give up the six. So traveling to Jacksonville, I, I on a short week. I mean, I don't know. I don't trust this team, but I think they could beat the Jags. I mean, that, that's just easy there. And then you, the Vikings plus eight. They, you talk about the 49ers, and you watch them more than most of us do because you're a 49ers fan. You talked about how their secondary hasn't been great, but I think they're starting to get healthy now. And I know they match up well with the Rams anyway because they beat them five in a row now. So it's hard to put too much on that Monday night game, but I watched Debo. I listened to Debo. I was coming back home Monday night, and uh, Debo said all the right things about this team. And I think they're starting to like figure things out a little bit I'm not a huge Shanahan fan because I'm not sure what kind of coach he is. But I do think that 
this team is way too talented to be where they've been with their record. I think the 49ers are way better, but you never know what they're going to do. They're so inconsistent. That's the only thing that scares me off of them a little bit. Um, although we're going to see in, in a little bit how much I like them in this game. Because I think the Jets. Well, they, they start. Go ahead. They start to get health. They start to get healthy. Yeah. So they're getting healthy at the right time. Yeah. Jimmy Ward's back. I mean, see the impact he made last week. For but sure. if they would just run the ball more, just run the ball. It's all well, they got to do. That's not Shanahan's nature to run the ball. But they. I got, know, but that's what they still win. Look at last week. Yeah, and they're getting healthy back there. I mean, Jeff Wilson's back. He, the, the, he didn't run him very much. Elijah Mitchell's kind of like. It seems like every week he's questionable, but then he plays and he plays well. I really like Elijah Mitchell, and I think he's going to be a really good back. Kittle is back, so Kittle's Kittle, back. Kittle makes that team, yeah. Except when he jumps off sides, he's fine. Um, other than that, yeah. but but yeah, no, he's I, just I too like, excited. Yeah, I like this teaser a lot. I really do. Um, so um, I, I again, I don't think the Jaguars are. We'll get to that in just a minute. What I think about the Jaguars. My two star pick is my parlay. Again, got my parlay last week. I'm 0-5 in my two-star pick, so I'm sticking my parlay in this hole to, to, to get that, o, that zero off the board. Texans plus 10.5 over the Titans. Cowboys plus 2.5 over the Chiefs. I love both of these picks. I thought about putting the parlay higher. I'm just not a big fan of, of making a parlay a huge pick because, you know, obviously you got to win both of them to, to, to win the pick when you do a parlay. But the Texans are in a great spot here. Tyrod Taylor, his second week back off the injury. You got the Titans that are clearly going to be in a flat spot after playing just an incredibly brutal stretch of games and won them all. So you got to think that they're going to be kind of, oh, we're going to roll over the, the Texans. I think this could be one of those picks that just, I mean, it could be one of those knockout buster picks. We've had one every, at least one every week for like the last four weeks. This could be one of them. And then Cowboys plus two and a half over the Chiefs. I'm not sure why this line's two and a half. It's because the Chiefs, the Cowboys are a better team than the Chiefs. That makes no sense to me. This should be a pick em game. So you're getting major value, I think, with the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys win this one straight up. Yeah, I could see this Cowboys game being like the Rams-Chiefs game a couple of years ago, 50-something to 40-something. I can really see it being really high scoring. Yeah, they did say the CBS. New- you don't think that? No, I think if you look at what the Chiefs have done, um, they've been better defensively, which is why I think they've been better overall. Um, I don't think we can put as much stock <laughs> in, in Mahomes. They have been. They've been better as of late defensively. I mean, you look at what they've done. Every, know- every quarterback has over 100 rating against the Chiefs defense. And that's including playing Jordan Love. What do you think Dak's going to do? I'm looking at the scoring output, though. They have not given up a lot of points the last two weeks. And I get that they played Jordan Love in a Raiders team that's dysfunctional. But really, the Cowboys have, have also been in a bunch of unders in the last few weeks as well. So if I had to bet, and I won't touch that over-under with a stick, because it could be, you know, it could be, but... Trayvon Diggs has is, is been outstanding picking off passes and Mahomes. I'm not convinced he's well because he beat up on the Raiders. So yeah, me I, think this, I think this is a, a 27, 24 ish kind of game, but um, we'll see. Look, the, and not only that, the Cowboys have been able to run the football and the chiefs 
as bad as people talk about their secondary, they've been vulnerable to the run as well. And I think the Cowboys are going to try to run the football here quite a bit. Um, Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard have been very good. So anyway, regardless of that, whether it's it's over or under, I just I, I just I think the Cowboys are a better football. Oh, I love. I think the oh yeah, I think the Cowboys win this game. I think it's going to be easily. Well, we'll see. We'll and then see I, I like. I like the Texans pick too. I took I took the to the uh, Texans money line. Tennessee playing in New England next week. They no way they're gonna be prepared for the Texans. They looking at New England. I, I don't yeah, know. if I there was ever a look ahead spot, out. yeah, if there was ever yeah, a look ahead yeah. spot, it's this one because, like I said, they've just been rolling over people, so everybody thinks they're just gonna roll over the Texans. And the Texans actually, their front line isn't very good, but behind that, it's not bad. They're, they have a decent linebacking core, and their secondary hasn't been awful. So, you know, t- Tennessee's going to have to run the football against this team. Will they? Maybe. Deontay Foreman looked pretty good last week. They need to use him more. But I'm certainly not sold on old AP and, you know, Jeremy. AARP? That's what I call him. AARP. That's great. I like that. So we'll see. But uh, that's my parlay, Texans and Cowboys of my parlay. Go to the one star. You uh, you are three and two total on your uh, one star. I am not a fan of this Lanyap pick. But, again, then again, I'm not a huge fan of over-unders. And I should be because I've done really well. If you look at my over-unders this, this year, I think I'm at like 540 or five between 540 and 550 somewhere. So I've been doing well picking them. I just don't play. You gotta get more much. confidence in yourself. That's all. You just oh, gotta I, get more confidence. Yeah, that's in what I need. I need more confidence in myself. Yeah. That's exactly what I need. <laughs> um, but your lanyard pick this week is Saints Eagles under twenty one in the first half. So you're thinking it's gonna be a uh, they're gonna start out slow. Yeah, I mean, uh, do you realize the Saints have scored six points in the last two games in the first half with Trevor Simeon as starting quarterback? Oh, I certainly I mean, realize I, it. Yeah, I know you love Simeon, but um. Yeah, he's he's. Yeah, great. I just. I will say this about. I Trevor think the Simeon. Eagles are going to come out and try and run the ball, and they're not going to better run the ball against the Saints. I will say this. I'll say this is back. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what I think about Trevor Simeon after watching Josh Rosen last night and uh, Felipe Franks come in in relief of Matt Ryan and throw two picks in the matter of about a minute and a half last night. I'm like, hey, Trevor Simeon's not so bad compared to those dudes. Yeah, well, if you could compare it to that. I mean, he is a backup quarterback. He just has to play. I mean, it's not his fault he's a backup quarterback. Well, it is his fault, but it's not his fault that, you know, he got thrust into the starting role. So so if you compare him to some other backup quarterbacks, I guess he's not all that bad. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I just see this as, like, first half of 10 to 6 or something like that, you know? Could be. I don't know. That's why it's my one stall. I'm not too confident in it. I don't don't hate it. I'm just saying it's not, you know, I I get why you're picking it, and it certainly could be. I think Sean Payton's going to like – the reason why it scares me, I guess, and I'm not saying I'm against it. I'm not for it or or against it, really. I'm kind of mild, I guess, would would be the way to put it. But I think Sean Payton's game plan is he's going to have some special things. They might not work. But uh, I think they're going to go full bore to start this game. So whether that makes a difference, who knows? We'll find out. So that's your lanyard pick. Saints-Eagles under 21 in the first half. My 
one star. I'm two and three overall for the season in my one star. Um, again, that's I got my parlay right in this spot last week, and I put my parlay in the one star quite a bit. Moved it up to two this week. But uh, it's my favorite, and I and I and I've kind of. It makes me a little nervous. We talked about 49ers, and I got 49ers minus six over the Jags. And the only reason why it makes me nervous is because San Francisco has been so damn inconsistent. But, again, I called this all week. I've been calling this separation Sunday. And I think this week and next week are the teams when, especially not as even as much for the good teams, but the teams that are on the fringe, the ones that are supposed to be playoff contenders, we're going to find in the next two weeks if they really are. So I think this is the week that that the 49ers, if they're really going to be playoff contenders, they've got to be able to go and destroy a team like Jacksonville. Yeah, and I think they will. Um, I'm not too confident in it, but it depends on what Jacksonville team you get, really. I mean, they're more Jekyll and Hyde than any team. Yeah, they're terrible. 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 Yeah, he is. I mean, I, I mean, if it's he might be the most if overrated. Shanahan don't get too cute, just sticks to the ring game. I yeah, think exactly. And I agree. And but I, I think Trevor Lawrence may end up being the most overrated first round pick since Jamarcus Russell. Yeah, it, it's pretty bad. I mean, he. I don't know if he, it's coach, he looks is lost. It coaching? And, yeah, I think it's partly coaching for sure. Um, and Urban Meyer is doesn't belong in the NFL and he won't be in the NFL very long. So we won't have to worry about it. But I mean, Trevor Lawrence is, I'll say this, he's improved in the sense. I think he approved from week one, about week four. And if you look at his numbers, he hasn't thrown as many picks, but he hasn't improved to me since like the beginning of October. And when you see, a rookie, you switch teams, you put, you put mm-hmm. Mac Jones on Jacksonville, you put Trevor Lawrence with the Patriots. Mac Jones is a much better quarterback than Trevor Lawrence. Period. I know, but the coaching I'm talking about, like, I just think, I think Mac Jones wouldn't succeed in Jacksonville either. I mean, I don't know if he would succeed, but he'd be better than this dude. I mean, if you think about it, they have a decent running game. They have decent yeah, receivers. but they don't they use great it. receivers. No, I agree. They don't. They never run the ball. They like San Francisco. They've got a great running game and you never use it. Got to be frustrating for James Robinson, fantasy owners. But, again, that's going to change next year. I think this team has – Decent talent, and obviously on defense, they're going to be good. But I just – I don't have any faith in Jacksonville. I think just because they put up two good games in a row and somehow they beat Buffalo, I think that's kind of tempered this line. Just think about if they hadn't beaten Buffalo, what would this line be? Like nine? Oh, yeah, it would be up there. So, I mean, did, I think – Did they really – did they beat Buffalo or did Buffalo beat Buffalo? Well, that's a whole nother show. But uh, yeah, that's what <laughs> – that to me, that is the second strangest loss of the season. And the strangest to me was last week, Tampa Bay coming off a bye and losing to Washington. That that just that doesn't make any sense but whatsoever. If Heineke plays Tampa every game, he'd be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, that's how he started. <laughs> it's off. ridiculous. And we'll see what he does with Scammy Cammy this week. Um, all right, Uncle Big Nick, uh, we're gonna give him some winners this week. Let's both go five and zero. Wouldn't that be something? I'd be, I'd be okay with that because yeah, I mean, actually, that'd be points. pretty impressive. I mean, that'd be that'd be pretty. No, you you'd have more points than me if that happens because you you got your parlay. Yeah. You get double points for a parlay, and you got your parlay in five star spot. So I got I got the marbles for the parlay. I like your parlay better. You got it in the two star. 
Oh, geez. Well, I mean, again, parlay is a tough bet to pit. You got to hit both legs. So, but I, I put my teaser on my five star. You got to hit both legs of that. So we'll see what happens. But anyway, all right, Uncle Big Nick, I'm sure we'll be um, talking some smack all weekend long. Um, may the force be with you. You too. Have a good one. Well, for the second week in a row, he doesn't trash the Saints when he had every opportunity to. I was very surprised. I was waiting for him to give me grief. Because let me just tell you, when he texted me, and I didn't bring this up, but when he texted me after the game last week, I was not kind to Uncle Big Nick. He was one of those ones, if you listen early in the week, I had I was talking about people texting me after the game. I mean, no one was like mean or but don't don't text me after right after a Saints loss, especially one like that. I don't want to talk to you. I really don't. You know, it's different when I'm working because when I'm working, I can. I really, I don't know what what happened. Something overcome because when I'm working a game and when I covered them for, I covered them for quite a few years, on and off. You can separate yourself when you work. I was at, I was in the tunnel uh, during the no call. If I were home watching TV, um, the dog would have disappeared. Let's just put it that way. But when you're working and the no call happened, it folded my arms and like. Yeah, I just got mad later. It's a lot different. I don't know what it is. Anyway, if I'm not working the game, which is I'm really only working one this whole year, and it's the Dallas game, and you have my phone number, don't text me right after a Saints loss. And I I don't respond to – I don't look at social media during a Saints game uh, unless I'm working again. I don't get on social media, and I don't really respond to, to, to text, and I certainly don't answer phone calls during the Saints game. So we'll see. But uh, you know, remember how I joked earlier about in-laws, and um, I love my mother-in-law and my nephew's coming into town. The good news is mother-in-law doesn't care about the Saints, and she's, she's not going to be <laughs> chatting me up during the Saints game, and my nephew... Uh, really likes the Saints, so he'll be watching it with me, and, and uh, it'll be fun. I hope you have a similar situation, and I hope you don't have to uh, be chatty Cathy with your family during the Saints game. That's my Thanksgiving wish to you. That is going to wrap, wrap up episode number 25 um, as we go into a holiday week here. Um, again, look. Let's see how it starts. If it starts well, we know we got something going. If it doesn't start well, well, let's just hope I'm wrong. We'll see. Um, A reminder to check out all of our shows here on bet.nola.com, Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. You can reach me at jderryattheadvocate.com, on Twitter at Jim Derry Jr. I am looking forward. Next Monday, we will have Fletcher Mackle or... Put a bow on the Saints and Eagles. And then on Wednesday, we will talk to Mike Dettelier of WWL AM Radio. And we will talk almost all Saints, I'm sure. Where do the Saints go after the Eagles-Saints game? Win or lose, what's next? We know we got Buffalo and Dallas coming up on the horizon. And he and I will talk plenty about the Buffalo Bills. Um, and then uh, we will also have on Wednesday a shorter pick segment with Conductor Dave and Uncle Big Nick. And then on Friday, we'll wrap it all up. I'm not 100% sure because I haven't asked him yet, but it'll most likely be Jeff Duncan next Friday to wrap up Saints and Bills. And then we're going to take the following Monday off. So 
it's going to be an interesting week. It's a short week. We've got Saints on Sunday. We've got Saints next Thursday. And we got a holiday week, and you got to do all that stuff and maybe even put up some Christmas lights all at the same time. Have fun with it. Enjoy the football weekend, and we will talk to you on Monday. Peace and love, my friends. <laughs>